0: Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday. And Professor Andrew Brandt from the Business of Sports University is back. Cannot wait to talk to Andrew about the Sean Payton news, about the Packers, about no head coaching hires yet. We do have a couple new GMs. Love Andrew Brandt, love all of his stuff at MMQB, love the Business of Sports podcast, love the newsletter, and love talking to him every other week here on the Ross Tucker Football podcast, which means you all must subscribe to the Business of Sports podcast so that you get a chance to hear Andrew's wisdom every week, including this week. We will have a new Spread the Word winner on Friday. I love new people. I mean, I love all of you, but I love new people that say, you know what, I'm going to do it. I've been hearing Ross ask for a little help spreading the word via social media for a while. Even if you don't have very many followers and you just quote tweet it and be like, this is the best show period. Whatever you say, I don't care. I don't want to put words in your mouth. We We will retweet it. And then other people see you saying how great the show is and maybe they'll give it a try. At Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. We've got so many awesome sponsors. 100 Flowers is back. Obviously, AutoZone. Athletic Greens. Ladder. The Life Insurance. We'll get to Ladder a little bit later. I didn't even realize Andrew Brandt, huge Athletic Greens guy. Can't wait to talk to him about that. And then, of course, the YouTube shout-out, which is cool. By the way, let me just say this. If you follow at Ross Tucker Pod and you've gotten a direct message lately asking for ideas, that is legit. Like we are tracking any of your suggestions, all of your ideas, that is as legit as it gets, contemplating, number one, ways we can improve our shows. Number two, potential new content we could add. So uh that is purposeful for those of you that follow us on Twitter at Ross Tucker Pod and got that direct message. Love those of you that follow that subscribe YouTube.com slash NFL and then make a comment so I can do those shout-out cameo-style videos for you, which are awesome. Speaking of awesome, it's Big Show time. The Big Show. He is the man. You know, Andrew is kind of life goals for me, you know? I, I thought he was at least 10 years younger than he really is. Somehow he has a great head of hair. (laughs) he's in unbelievable shape he's got such a measured perspective on things even after his beloved Packers lose he admits to his biases Andrew is so Andrew and I are friends obviously but he's just someone that just so you guys know that I look up to and aspire to be in a number of different ways now I can't eat as healthy as Andrew I'm never going to and I like beer way too much, so. But I'm I'm still trying my best, and I'm trying my best with the other stuff you do.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think we have a mutual admiration society. I admire all that you do, you know. I'm I'm tuning around this weekend. Oh, there's Ross on the radio doing the games. That's my guy, Ross. National broadcast, of course he is. Um, I appreciate that. I'll get right to that helmet you see behind because. Uh, as you said, in all the things I do, obviously, my priorities are always my my family. And I, la- I talked last week about how the boys continue to be Packer fans through all these years, even 10, 11 years after we left Green Bay, because they grew up there. You know, they were indoctrinated. And that keeps me a fan. And then, I, as you say, I'm, I'm very open and honest about my fandom. So it hurt Saturday night. I was one I have one son in Dallas, one son in LA. I was in Dallas with my younger guy. You know, he took it better than he has in past years. <laughs> you know, those that that Seattle loss a few years ago was the worst. Um but yeah, it it is a little bit of a pattern, which is hard to say. Hard to say as a Packer fan. This extraordinary success that results in d- disappointment in the playoffs. I don't know, Ross, you know, you're the football expert, but this was all set up for the Packers. Oh, my God, more than ever. I think more than ever. We had, I say we, home field advantage against a California team with fans, frigid environment, bye week, best player, best receiver, one-two running back punch, better defense than in the decade, better defense. And I, like everyone, underestimated the problem with special teams. But, yeah, it hurt. And uh, I know everyone's asking me about what's going to happen next with Aaron and everything. But, yeah, I think as a fan, which I still am of that team, it hurt. And you sort of have to take a deep breath and be at peace with the year. And the last thing I'll say is I was with that team when we had one of those years. It was the fourth and 26 loss at Philadelphia where you just felt like, okay, we got the team. Like, we got the team to do this. And I thought this was a year, and unlike a couple other years in the recent past, I thought they had the team. Like, they had the team. So it's so frustrating. Not as frustrating when you're working there, but as a fan.
0: It's interesting, too, because I think Buffalo Bills fans certainly felt that way. Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans thought, especially after the Packers lost the night before, it set up for us to do it again. You know, I mean, that. That's the agony of this time of year. You know, I guess the one question I have as it relates to that game, Andrew, is there a lesson there from a front office perspective about allocating resources to special teams? Or is the lesson simply one of, if you're a head coach like Matt LaFleur, you need to make sure every T is crossed, every I is dotted, and – pretty clearly with a blocked chip shot field goal, a blocked punt for a touchdown, 10 guys in the field for the last play. They just weren't, they just were not coached well enough and special teams. I mean, honestly, Andrew, I, I don't call out coaches a lot, but there's just no way around it.
1: If you're hearing a special teams coach's name, it's kind of like hearing an offensive lineman's name. It's not good, right? But I, I think it does revolve around coaching and I'm like you, you never want to throw people under the bus, but what was interesting hearing coach LaFleur's comments after the game was that I think we can something about, we need to consider using regular players on special teams. Uh, again, people don't do that because of the risk of injury, but that was telling. And that was an indictment on the players playing for that group, uh, yeah, I think resources is an interesting case, Ross, because you're you know, you're never gonna go into negotiations as an agent and say, My guy's on punt block, <laughs> you know, you gotta pay him three million a year. My guy's on punt block and he's doing a good job. So that's in a question I really thought of. That could re- be a whole podcast about what resources you spend on everyone says, yeah, it's offense, defense and special teams, but really? I mean, are you gonna recruit players as an agent hey they're good on special teams no it's just allocation of resources hasn't been there so it's got to come to coaching because other teams don't have these problems
0: yeah I'll tell you what bothers me about LaFleur saying that he is putting the throwing the players under the bus as opposed to the coach uh that's an interesting move number one number two the field goal got blocked because Dean Lowry who's basically a starter plays all the time got his outside hand knocked down, and then the punt got blocked because the long snapper got bull rushed back all the way back. Well, you're not going to put a a starting player at long snapper. So uh, to me, uh, that was – I don't understand what LaFleur was doing there because neither one of those had anything to do with putting starters on in those positions Uh, at any rate. The other thing, Ross, is, I mean, I
1: don't want to talk about Aaron's future. We'll have plenty of time for that. Right. But I do think the piling on of Aaron, forget about the politics part of it, the football part of it. He played poorly. And he admits that. They only scored 10 points. But, again, this idea that it's – I just keep coming back to it's a team game. And if they had better special teams play, he'd be playing. He'd be in the championship. It's, so he outplayed the opposing quarterback. And he outplayed Tom Brady last year, where Brady threw three straight interceptions. so I get it. people don't like Aaron, but uh I just hope people realize this is a team game, you know, and you just we just spent five minutes talking about special teams. Has had nothing to do with quarterback play?
0: yeah, I get well, it's a longer discussion yeah. i guess the the question is it's a large enough sample size now that it makes you wonder why the people around Aaron don't play better yeah. and if he could perhaps influence that in some way. And or I think a lot of people look at it and just say, whatever is going on around him, he has not been good enough to overcome that. Whereas I think maybe people saw Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen and think those guys, you know, Patrick Mahomes overcame the worst scenario. But I, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Um You know, Sean Payton stepped away yesterday, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to give my thoughts on that a little bit later, Andrew. Uh, He stepped away from coaching. He does not want to use the retirement word. Uh, In fact, it sounded like he might be coaching again sooner rather than later. I know you – did you interview him, Mm -hmm. Andrew, back in the day? Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, so there's a personal story with Sean – 2006 you know so we had one year of Aaron in 2005 we had a bad year we fired the coach Mike Sherman and we had a search and among the names were Wade Phillips and Ron Rivera and Tim Lewis but the two finalists were Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton and you would have been in heaven me I don't know what they're talking about but sitting in those meeting rooms and hearing about attacking the perimeter and vertical and (laughs) and the boundary, this offensive minds, both McCarthy and Peyton was really fascinating. We liked Sean, Sean liked us. I think Mike got the nod in my opinion because of familiarity and this happens, this happens around the league. Mike had been our quarterbacks coach for the first year I was there in 1999, the only year of Ray Rhodes coaching in Green Bay. And Mike was our quarterbacks coach and he coached a room that included Brett Favre and Doug Peterson and my, my guy, Matt Hasselback. So that familiarity really helped. And I got to say that kind of put him over the edge with Sean, but Sean wanted the job badly and expressed that. And then he went to new Orleans and the rest is history there. That's that part of it. Uh, I don't think he'll coach this year. I do think he'll coach next year. Just my, my, but he, people got to realize he's under contract. It's like a player. Right? You can't get Sean Payton without coming to the Saints uh, this year, next year, et cetera, and I guess a trade. So um, I'd expect like we'd see him in the broadcast booth this year. And I just wonder, like a lot of people are speculating, Ross, how much of his burnout, how much of it is not being happy with the quarterbacks. But from my angle, my expertise, I've talked for years with you about the Saints kicking the cap can down the road, and they're facing a reckoning. So I wonder how much of it is that.
0: Speaking of coaching, Andrew, here we are, January 26th. There are nine openings. Not a single head coach has been hired yet. This is unusual. This never happens. Sometimes there's hires the first week. A lot of times there's hires the second week. Here we are in the third week, still no hires. And this is the first year, Andrew, you could talk to him the last two weeks of the regular season. What do you think is going on?
1: I think it's going to be a cascade when it does happen. In other words, the first domino. I don't know what's going on other than a few of the teams have GM hirings. That's first. We've seen a couple GMs hired now. And People are being expansive. People are being comprehensive. People are doing first, second, third interviews. They have time. I've always said this, what's the hurry? The hurry is usually we're gonna lose out on someone. I don't think that's the case with anyone this year. I'm I'm kind of impressed. I really am because this is what it's all about. Pick the brain. Do as much searching as you can to find the right person. You have time. No players are coming around till April. So you have time. Um, but like I said, it'll happen. And then I think we'll see a cascade of hires right after that.
0: Two more things I wanted to get your uh, your opinion on for sure. One is the NFL announcing, it might have been Friday afternoon. I don't know when it was, but that they are doing away with daily testing, yeah. even for the unvaccinated players, Andrew. <laughs>
1: the business of sports always wins. I mean, we're going to have no possibility of star players being unavailable for the three biggest games of the year. That's all I'll say about that. (laughs) All of a sudden, you know, we had 20 plus infections a few weeks ago with a few teams and now we're not even testing. I think people can surmise their own opinion about that.
0: (laughs) Um, Speaking of health and testing and all that kind of stuff, so w- you and I both got new sponsor for our shows from Athletic Greens. I got to be honest with you. I had not heard of them until they sent me their stuff. And it's great. And this is not like a read or a commercial, but you were telling me before we started recording, you've you've been using these guys for 10 years?
1: Yeah, you and Brian sent me that. We got a new sponsor, Athletic Greens. I'm like, Athletic Greens? <laughs> I've been there for a decade. Uh There are big podcasts as everyone knows and some, but I listen to a lot of different podcasts, non-sports. As you know, I'm kind of this Renaissance guy. I really like a guy named Tim Ferriss. And AG's been on Tim Ferriss' podcast for years. So I think it was about 10 years ago uh, that I heard Athletic Greens gave it a try and I've been using it since. So I just scoop in um, the greens, they have minerals, they have all kinds of health benefits in the morning, swirl it around, put it down, do it again the next morning, every day. Uh, You know, I think we are all deficient, even people who try to eat really healthy like I do in getting our greens and getting whatever nutrients that go into greens. And I know people have a hard time. You can eat broccoli, you can eat lettuce, come on. So this gives you that boost. Um, I'm glad, you know, they're sponsoring your podcast and my podcast, because I'm a regular user, have been for years, I'm a big fan.
0: Does this mean we don't have to eat vegetables anymore? No, no. I know that's people like you are going to say that. Uh, well, I'll do three scoops. I'll do enough. if I don't ever have to eat vegetables, I will do three scoops of Athletic Green. I'll do one in the morning, one in the middle, and one at night.
1: Ross, you're not nine years old now. Come on, you can <laughs> you can eat some asparagus and, and broccoli now and
0: then. <laughs> I eat. You know what I do? I eat. Uh, well, first of all, I eat a salad every day. And oh, wow. I have um, like peas and carrots and that. And then when I have salmon, I'll usually pair it with broccoli or green beans. So I get I get some veggies in.
1: Uh, you're you're going against your 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 image here, Ross. Tell me. <laughs> you
0: no,
1: know, the touch no. You spread, know
0: what? I honestly, <laughs> I I eat I eat pre it, like you can't eat like I you can't eat and drink like I do on the weekends and maintain your weight. <laughs> unless you work out a lot like I do and work out and, and and eat healthy during the week. You know when I'm home, I eat pretty healthy. Cuz on the weekends, I that's when I want to indulge or and enjoy, especially when I'm traveling cuz it's harder to eat healthy when you're traveling anyway. Um, yeah. Awesome. Loved it. Uh <laughs> tell me about business and sports this week. I know it already came out. Yeah, I went deep on Aaron because so many people are
1: asking sort of where we were with the Packers, what I think he's going to do. I'm not going to tease, I'm going to tease it here. I'm not going to tell you what I think he's going to do and what I think the Packers are going to do. Uh, so go into the business of sports this week. I go deep on my prediction for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And then some thoughts on that scintillating game Sunday night, where I think the Chiefs and Bills are with their quarterbacks, which is unbelievable as a front office person, you have those guys under contract through the decade. That's so rare, so rare in the industry to have those long contracts. I talk a lot about that.
0: Interesting, very interesting. I'm looking forward to, I, I didn't, I hadn't seen that you're doing the Aaron stuff there. I'm gonna go listen to that, see what you're thinking. Really appreciate it as always. Check him out on social media, at Andrew Brandt. That's the biggest thing, because that way you can sign up for the newsletter and see all the stuff that he's going on. And if you're not subscribed to business of sports, what are you even doing? I mean, you need to be doing that. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks Ross. You know what Andrew is? Andrew's a guy that probably does very well when he goes to ladder. Ladder is life insurance. And Andrew's crazy, healthy, in great shape. But here's the thing, ladder is 100% digital. No doctors, no needles, no paperwork when you apply for $3 million in coverage or less. You just need a few minutes and a phone or a laptop to apply. Ladder smart algorithms work in real time, so you'll find out instantly if you're approved. If you'd rather talk to a person, they have a team of licensed agents. They don't work on commission, so they'll help you and not try to upsell you. No hidden fees, cancel anytime. time. They're rated A and A-plus by A-M-Best. I've told you guys this before. I'll tell you again. Life insurance costs more as you age. So now is the time to cross it off your list. Go to ladderlife.com slash Ross today to see if you are instantly approved. That's L-A-D-D-E-R, life.com slash Ross, ladderlife.com slash Ross.
1: Let's start today, Ross, with Sean Payton stepping down from the New Orleans Saints as head coach. Your thoughts.
0: Well, so um, I am a believer in when in doubt or most of the time, people do things that is in their best personal interest. And I believe that this is, Perfect timing for Sean Payton. If he stayed with the Saints for another year and they didn't make the playoffs again, maybe they're worse, some of the uh some of the shine off of his reputation would be gone. You know, it'd be back to back years. They don't make the playoffs, and people will start to say, well, it was really just Drew Brees. You know, was the reason why he had that success. Even though I think 9 and 8 with, you know, everything that happened to the Saints this past year was impressive. But I think he's smart enough to realize a second non-playoff year, instead of people talking about how great you are, they start to talk about whether or not you should be on the hot seat. It changes very quickly. Whereas absence makes the heart grow fonder. So him stepping away now, while he's still highly thought of, is smart. He'll be on television for a year. So he'll take a year away from the grind of coaching, be able to enjoy himself a little bit more, and still be in the public consciousness on television. If anything, just enhance his image, enhance his reputation – And then he will be the bell of the ball a year from now as fan bases watching him on television all year clamor for him to be the head coach of their team during next season as the other teams struggle. And so then whether it's the Cowboys or the Jaguars, whoever it is, they then pursue him and they're willing to trade whatever. I don't know what the compensation would be, but they're willing to trade to get him from the Saints because they think he's that much of a difference maker. I think he looked at the Saints cap situation. I think he looked at the fact that they do not have a franchise quarterback or really a way to get one. And I think I don't blame him at all. I think it's very, very smart. But I think that's the reason. I think he is smart enough to realize that it makes the most sense for him moving forward. To step away for a year now and then likely reinsert himself a year from now in a better situation aka a situation where they have a franchise quarterback that's my take that's my tux take tux takes.
1: we also have a new general manager in chicago as the bears have hired ryan poles from the chiefs
0: Again, I'm feeling older and older every year. I think Ryan's 36. So now we got guys six years younger than me that are general managers of NFL teams. So kind of makes you wonder, what are you doing with your life, Ross? Uh, but I have not pursued that. I'd be open to it, by the way, if somebody called, but I have not pursued a front office or anything like that. I've, I've actually had a couple people inquire over the years, which is flattering. Not to be a GM, but if I was interested in getting involved in in their front office so but I I would say for Ryan I love that he was an offensive lineman at Boston College love it bigger dude O-lineman and I will say this um, Kansas City is a great place to come from with what Brett Veach has done there Andy Reid you know I think I know Bears fans will point to Matt Nagy but Matt Nagy got the Bears in a much better place than they were when he got there. I think you can do worse than hiring people from the Kansas City Chiefs organization. I will say this, though. What you don't want to be, you don't want it to be a team that's posting social media videos of the GM getting out of their car and walking into a building. Things are not going well as a franchise if that's what you're posting on social media. Duck takes. Two more notable
1: items include John Harbaugh getting a new contract in Baltimore and Tom Brady continuing to
0: hint that he may be stepping away from football. So as for Harbaugh, I don't know that that's official yet. I saw a report there, but I don't know that that is officially official yet. So uh, we shall see. And as for Brady, I got to tell you, Brian, I, I think he's going to retire. I think the more I hear him talk, the more he talks about how his wife doesn't like seeing him get hit, the more he talks about family and family decision. I've never heard him talk like this before. He he sounds like a guy that is going to step away. And uh, if that's the case, I guess I'm glad that I was at the last game of his career because of the admiration that I have for him. I also admire those of you that have been sending me pictures or receipts from AutoZone. Because if you're looking to take care of your car's battery needs, there is no better place than AutoZone. As someone that multiple times in my life has been left with a dead battery, it's not fun at all. AutoZone's the only place that carries proven tough DuraLast batteries. Their replacement batteries start at just $79.99. So you can upgrade your battery without breaking your wallet. They've got free battery testing and charging, which is the cool thing for me. Because with the testing, you can get some reliable answers before you actually decide to spend some cash on something you might not actually need. Next time you're in need of battery help or to get your battery ready for harsh winter weather, start at AutoZone. America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. And, Brian, you know what we'll do today? Um, we're not going to do an email today. Instead, we are going to give some shout-outs to Pizza Boy Brewing, amazing beer, amazing food. I actually like the the ham pizza, pizza with ham on it. That's my favorite topping over there. Sporticulture is a really cool business, where it's like plants and flowers and things like that, but they're team-based, which I think is amazing. I want to do some type of giveaway with those guys, maybe in the spring. Vision Comics with an X. I'm not a comics guy, but the people that are, uh, like Tuckheads Jay, one of our patrons, they they love it. HumanheadNYC.com, Humanhead Vinyl Records, very, very cool. And then... SteakhouseSports.com. Look, you got three games left. Head on over to SteakhouseSports.com, see what they've got for you. Speaking of, those are all the I-think-we're-done-here members of Patreon.com slash RTmedia, meaning they get a shout-out for their business at the end of the show. we got a new patron, Michael Bond, B-O-N-N. Welcome to the family, Michael. Patreon.com slash RTmedia. And I should mention MyFrontPageStory.com. It's time, guys. It's time to get your wife something for Valentine's Day. Cannot emphasize enough how much she will love a story from myfrontpagestory.com. We had hundreds of people make orders for the holidays, and some of the pictures I've seen, the videos, the emails we've gotten, the social media, it's a really special gift. It is really cool. So if you're not sure what to get your wife or a significant other for Valentine's Day, cannot highly recommend MyFrontPageStory.com enough. Other than that, even money's up. College draft is up. We will record Fantasy feasts in a couple hours. Andrew Brandt's Business of Sports is up. We are rolling. And please do reply to those DMs. I welcome your ideas and suggestions. I think we're done here.